Well, I want to invite you to grab your copy of God's Word this morning. Join me in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 26, verses 7 through 9 is where we'll spend time together in God's Word this morning. Church family, it is Vision Sunday. So if you're new to North River, things are going to look a little bit different this morning. Typically, as we gather each week, we are walking through a book of the Bible. We've been walking through the Gospel of Mark over the last number of weeks. So we're going to press pause this week. So if you're excited about that, make sure that you are back next week. But often as we enter into the new year, as we ramp things up in the fall, one of the things that we'll do is pull the curtain back a little bit and simply say, this is where we are going. This is what we believe God has called us to do as North River Church in this community and beyond these walls around the world and invite you to join us in that mission. And so this morning will be an exciting opportunity for us to talk through that and for you to buy in to what God is doing here and what we believe God wants to do moving forward. As we think through that this morning, I want you to imagine something with me for just a moment. Imagine what your life will look like 25 years from now. Some of you, I already hear the rumblings. You think, I'm not going to be here, Pastor. Good luck. My hope and my prayer is that if the Lord calls you home between now and then, that you will celebrate with us as you watch from heaven what God's doing at North River Church. There are some of you, though, you have young kids right now. Maybe even babies that are in the nursery and you think 25 years from now, your baby could have a baby. You're like, oh my word. 25 years from now. I think the question for all of us is I wonder what life is going to look like. But then I start thinking as well, What does North River Church look like 25 years from now? A generation down the road, as Pastor Michael turns in his retirement papers, (laughs) what does North River Church look like? And the reality for us this morning is what we do now is going to make an impact of what North River Church looks like 25 years from now. Isaiah chapter 26, verses 7 through 9 this morning. I want to read the text for us, and we'll unpack it together as we begin to walk through this vision that we have as a church family moving forward. Isaiah chapter 26, beginning in verse 7, this is God's word. The path of the righteous is level. You make level the way of the righteous. In the path of your judgments, O Lord, we wait for you. Your name and remembrance, or your name and renown, are the desire of our souls, the desire 
of our hearts. My soul yearns for you in the night. My spirit within me earnestly seeks you. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. Father, we ask this morning that you would open our eyes that we would be able to see, that you would open our ears that we would be able to hear, and that you would open our hearts and our minds, that we would be ready to respond to your word and to your spirit. We ask all of this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. If you're taking notes this morning, I want you to write down this main idea. I know it's in your bulletin, highlight some areas that may stick out to you, but it's this truth, people who have experienced the transforming power of God's saving grace have a passion for people to experience the transforming power of God's saving grace. If Jesus Christ has transformed your life, as he has transformed my life, we should have a burning passion within us to see other people's lives transformed in the same way that we have personally experienced. As we think through that, that is what North River Church is all about. Our heartbeat, the reason we do what we do at North River Church is for that very reason, for people to come into a relationship with Jesus Christ, for their lives to be radically transformed, for them to grow deeper in their understanding and love for Jesus so that they cannot help but share what Christ has done in their lives with the community and around the world. That's why we exist. It's why we are here. And so I want to answer for us this morning three questions. You see those in your handout. The first question is why. The second question is what. The third question is how. Oftentimes we jump to the how. How are we going to do this? But before we answer how, we need to know what we're trying to do. But hear me this morning, before we talk about what we're trying to accomplish at North River Church, I want us to hold up the why behind the what and the how. Why do what we're talking about doing? I want you to notice, first and foremost, our aim at North River Church is this. We want the name and the fame of Jesus to be the driving focus of everything that we do. The name and fame of Jesus to be the driving focus behind every single thing that we do. This is not about, ultimately, North River Church. This is not about your pastoral staff. This is not about me. This is about the name and the fame of Jesus Christ in this community and around the world. I want you to know that as Isaiah is writing the words that we read in the text this morning, Isaiah is living in a difficult time historically. 
things around him are not going super well. And I don't know if you're paying attention to the world around us much or not, but things aren't going super well. But for Isaiah, what he realized in the midst of that cultural context that he was in is that if the people of God would have the burning passion, the burning desire within them to care about nothing more and nothing less than the name and the renown of God spread throughout the world, that it would not matter how bad things may be, their hearts would be focused on the only thing that really matters in this world. I want you to notice that he says in verse 7, the path of the righteous is level. You make level the way of the righteous. Let's just pause for a second and consider that truth. If you come in today and you have turned from your sins and trusted in Jesus Christ alone for your salvation, I want you to know that for you this morning, that holds true that you are standing on level ground today. That ground is not ground that you've made level. That's ground that has been made level by the blood of Jesus Christ shed for your sins. You've been brought in to the family of God. There is no better place that you could be this morning than right there. And you may have come in this morning, and that does not yet describe you. You've come in trying to figure out what is this church thing all about? Who is Jesus and what are they talking about when they say that he died on the cross for my sins? What are they talking about when they say he rose from the grave? I want you to hear me this morning. If you're not yet a follower of Jesus, true life has not begun yet for you. But when you recognize the reality of who Jesus Christ is, He can transform your life. He can take you from being dead in your sin to being alive in Christ. He can take you from being separated from God as a result of your sin to being brought into the family of God as an adopted son or an adopted daughter and to give you purpose and meaning in your life. The path of the righteous is level, Isaiah says. And then in verse 8, he says, in the path of your judgments, think about judgment in a negative connotation, but that's not what's described here. In fact, Isaiah is trying to help them recognize that if they begin to understand the ways of the Lord and how God is at work, they will wait on him. And then he says, your name is and your remembrance, your name and your renown are the desire of our souls, the desire of our hearts. Those words are used interchangeably there to describe what Isaiah is talking about. And what he wants us to grasp, what he wants the people there to understand is that for a follower of Jesus, for one who is pursuing after the Lord, we can sit back and wait and see God at work and It energizes us from the depths of our soul, from the very center of our being. We look and we say, I don't want anything else but his name and his renown to be the burning passion within me.
as you think about that, is that the burning passion of your heart today? If you're a follower of Jesus, above everything else, is that what you desire? Not more money, not more power, not more position, not kids who are a little less crazy than they are already, but the burning desire of your heart is that Jesus' name and his renown is everything to you. In verse 9, Isaiah says, My soul yearns for you in the night. My spirit within me earnestly seeks you. Now notice this. His attention turns from himself and the burning desire of his heart. Watch this. For when your judgments or your ways are in the earth, listen to this, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. You see, the truth is our aim at North River Church is for the name and the fame of Jesus to be the driving focus behind everything that we do. But what we realize is that that causes us to look outward from this place and to recognize the incredible opportunity that God has laid before us as a church family. 67% of people in Manatee County are unchurched. That means as you leave and you head into your neighborhoods, into your school, into your workplace, seven out of 10, people that you are going to encounter are not plugged into church, probably more than that, don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Church, that is in our backyard, which is an incredible opportunity that God has laid at our doorstep. We've shown this picture to you before of the tens of thousands Tens, church, of thousands of homes that are being built right around our campus here. Tens of thousands. Some of you, that just sinks really hard right there. As you're trying to drive to work on Monday morning, you think, I know them. I see them. But hear me this morning. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are moving into our backyard here at North River Church. Most of them do not know Jesus Christ as their Savior. Most of them have no idea about the gospel that can set them free. And God has strategically placed North River Church here and gifted to us this opportunity to make an impact for his name and his fame in this community and around the world. It is an incredible opportunity that the Lord has laid at our doorstep. That is the why. Why go this direction? Why pursue this vision? Why move forward with this? That's why. But let's talk about the what this morning. 
You received on your seat a brochure this morning about the vision campaign. I would encourage you to read through that, look at that, but I want to unpack for us, as we did back in October last year, I want us to look at what we are trying to accomplish from a ministry standpoint and then from a facility standpoint. Ministry what we're seeking to do, facility, what we're seeking to build simply as a tool for us to be able to do what God has called us to do. Let's talk about ministry. I mentioned to you back in October that for us, I want us to think through North River Church as a chair that has four legs. And here are the four keys for us moving forward that we're seeking to make sure are a part of what we're doing at North River Church. The first of those is multi-generational impact. I told you back in October, from the cradle to the grave, We want to make an impact for the cause of Christ in people's lives. And so when you look at ministry at North River, what you're going to see is a wonderful children's ministry that is moving and grooving, a wonderful student ministry that's ministering to our students, to our teenagers, a wonderful adult ministry filled with life groups that are ministering to our adults, and then a growing senior adult ministry. From the cradle to the grave, impacting people's lives for the cause of Jesus Christ. With the foundation of God's word being the focus of what we are all about at North River Church. There are ongoing opportunities for generations to connect here at North River. This is so exciting because there was a day when North River was primarily filled with just young families. There were all young families and all kids, and praise the Lord, as North River has continued to grow, there are a few more of us, and I say us, with gray hair than there used to be. And what's been beautiful to see is the discipleship that has been taking place at North River Church among the generations here. Just in this last year, we had a men's conference. We had a women's conference, an opportunity for all the generations to connect from teenagers up to senior adults. We have ongoing men's and women's Bible studies that are meeting week in and week out at North River Church. And if you attend one of those Bible studies, you will see people in their 20s and people in their 80s all gathered together studying God's word and praying for one another and living life alongside one another. We see serving opportunities with the generations present together. Just this past Sunday night was the kickoff of the swell, our student ministry, and the kickoff of Awana. Church, I just want to share this with you because it is incredibly exciting. In Awana, there were 120 children here last Sunday night studying God's Word. But not just that. There were 50 adults that were here, parents all the way up to great-grandparents who were pouring their lives into the children of North River Church. Last week in student ministry, there were 85 teenagers that were meeting in the student center and adults that were there pouring their lives into these teenagers. 
We've said this from the get-go. Whoever wants the next generation the most will get them. And we are investing in the lives of our children and our students here at North River Church. And I want to invite you to be a part of what God is doing to make a multi-generational impact at North River. Not only that, the second leg of that chair is missions, engagement, and mobilization. Just want to remind you that 11% of our budget dollars are earmarked for missions at North River Church, both locally and globally. 11%, 11 cents out of every dollar that you give is going to make an impact not only here locally, but to the nations. Through our cooperative program giving, we're able to partner for international missions. We're able to partner for church planting that's happening in the North American mission context. We're able to partner with theological education centers that are spread throughout the United States that are training new pastors, new people engaged in missions. Not only that, we're able to partner with Haiti Bible Mission a wonderful group that is planting churches in a very difficult area in Haiti right now. God is doing incredible things with them. We're able to partner with Agape Flights, a mission partner that flies supplies down to missionaries in the Caribbean area. We're able to partner with them and our giving. We're able to partner with Care Portal, a wonderful ministry that we have a chance to be a part of at North River Church that is seeking to meet the needs of families who are on the verge of their children having to enter into the foster care system. But if we're able to meet these immediate needs that they have, it is enabling those families to stay intact together. North River Mission Projects in this community just a couple of weeks ago had the opportunity to serve breakfast to the teachers at Williams Elementary School to love them well and to pray for them as they embark on this new school year. Just in the last year, a team from North River served with the North American Mission Board in Jacksonville as they made an impact in churches there locally in that area. On the back end of Hurricane Ian last year, Church family, you stepped up in incredible ways to provide resources for those south of us who bear the brunt of most of that storm. We were able to take truckloads after truckloads of supplies. We were able to send teams down there to do mission work in that area. Just recently, we've had the opportunity to partner with a ministry called Isaiah 117, who's seeking to build a home in the Sarasota Manatee County area that provides a transition spot for children who are entering into the foster care system, a home for them to go to in the midst of that transition instead of just sitting in an office waiting for something to happen. In fact, during VBS this past year, thousands of dollars were raised and deployed to help that project. Just in the last year, we've been able to partner with Living Hope Church that's down a bit south of us. We're able to gift them some dollars to help them as they seek to plant and seek to reach the community that they are in, meeting right now at Canaan Elementary School. We had the opportunity to partner with a local mission organization that is doing incredible work to reach the unreached in this world. 
But missions is not just a program. We talk about this every single week as we gather together that my heartbeat, our desire as a pastoral staff is to equip you to live on mission in this community where seven out of 10 people likely do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Your neighborhood, your school, your workplace is a mission field that you enter into day in and day out and people are hungry to know that there is hope And we know that it is only through the gospel of Jesus Christ. The third leg of that chair, leadership development and equipping. This past summer, we had the inaugural internship program at North River Church. We had three interns who spent the summer with us learning about ministry, learning about what it looks like behind the scenes at North River Church to do what we do here And that is in an effort to equip them and for some of them to be able to send them out as pastors, as leaders within churches moving forward. Just in this last year, our students, a number of them were able to attend a leadership conference called Student Leadership University where they were poured into by some of the top Christian leaders throughout this world of what it looks like as a teenager to lead by example. We were able to secure a partnership with my alma mater, Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary in Wake Forest, North Carolina, where we will have the opportunity moving forward to offer classes here at North River Church that are accredited, both college level and master's level classes, where we can begin to train the next generation of pastors, of missionaries here at North River Church and to deploy them for ministry both locally and around the world. And then the final leg of that chair, a biblical counseling center. We began talking about that as a heartbeat to provide Christ-centered biblical counseling for this community in which we live. And I just want to give you an update on that as we've been walking through that journey. A number of our staff members and even some of our church members back in January were able to walk through a week-long intensive training session that was focused on equipping all of us to be better and more effective biblical counselors. And so I want you to know that that is a ministry that we're beginning to lay the groundwork of that. And our hope as we move forward is that we would have a full-time counseling pastor here at North River Church that we can turn that ministry over to and build it from the ground up. Because once again, people are hungry to know that there is hope for whatever they're walking through. And we know that it is the gospel of Jesus Christ that brings that hope. That is what ministry for us looks like as we continue to move forward. But what about facility? If you look in your brochure this morning, you will see what we're talking about. In a phase two facility, we knew at North River that this building would not be the last building that we built. We knew that we would move forward. In fact, Pastor Cody, I don't want to jinx this at all, but I just want you to notice that these arrows on these shirts, which you will get a shirt before you leave today, I want to encourage you to grab one of those. If you notice, that's where the building is going to go. I don't think that's by accident, right? That's, a, that's of the Lord, I think. 
But we've been talking about this phase two facility. And I want you to know this morning that we are, we are moving forward. The vote a couple of weeks ago from our church family was overwhelmingly positive in moving in that direction to, to cap that project at $8.5 million. And so thank you, church family, for believing in that and for voting in favor of that. And I want you to notice that we are walking through that process right now, meeting with architects, meeting with engineers, that that is a process that is on the move. And we told our members... As you look at the initial layout there, lean in close this morning. That is not what the building is necessarily going to look like. Let's repeat that together. That is not what the building is necessarily going to look like. But it gives us a starting point as we look forward to ministry in that facility you'll notice that there are some key aspects of that. One is a larger worship space for us to be able to gather about 750 people in one service. We've talked about the fact that we are a two-service church. Even though we are moving into three services, that's meeting an immediate need right now, but we are a two-service church. And so we want to get back to that spot moving forward, and we believe that that facility will enable that to happen. Hear me this morning. The building is not the goal. The building is simply a tool to do the ministry that we believe God has called us to do here at North River Church. So that is the what. Here's the big question. How? How do we accomplish this? I want you to hear my words. It is not how do I accomplish this. We, as a church family, this is all of us. This is a legacy that we are moving towards. So that 25 years from now, when some of us are gone, When some of us, praise Jesus, are retiring and we turn over leadership to the next generation, that we know a gospel base has been planted here at North River Church so that generations from now, people will look back at this day and see that we made the investment to do ministry in this community that has transformed thousands upon thousands of lives. So how do we do it? First and foremost, intentional commitment. You and I have to be intentionally committed to the ministry here at North River Church. In fact, our role as pastoral staff is not to do the ministry. It's not what Ephesians chapter 4 lies out for us. It is to equip you to do the work of ministry. And so I want to invite you to be intentionally committed to the work of ministry at North River Church. We need to do this together, which means you need to be bought in to what God is doing here. And maybe this is your first Sunday And you're like, I want to be a part of a church that is like this. Come on. We need more of you. Some of you may be thinking right now, Pastor, I, you know, I'm in that gray hair category. 
or I'm in that no hair anymore category. And my days of doing all that are behind me. Your days are not behind you from being intentionally committed to what God is doing. When you draw your last breath and I do your funeral, you can stop. You hear me? We have to be intentionally committed to what God is doing here. But not only that, it's going to require sacrificial generosity. Sacrificial generosity. I want to say this to you. I want you to begin your giving journey by giving to the general budget at North River Church. Before we go into this vision campaign, if you are not currently giving, if you are not currently tithing, I just want to issue that challenge to you. You have a test every time you get paid. And that test is, will you trust God by giving to him what he asks you to give to him? See, the truth is, God doesn't need your money. North River Church doesn't need your money. We can close the doors tomorrow, and we can go figure out something else to do. But I want you to hear me this morning. You giving consistently You tithing to North River Church, to the ministry that God is doing here, is a vital aspect of your spiritual growth, and it's walking in obedience to the Lord. And so I want to encourage you, 90% of your income walking in obedience to the Lord will go further than 100% of your income not walking in obedience to the Lord. We've experienced this in our lives personally. There are many of you who have experienced that in your life as well. But not just general budget giving, but above and beyond vision campaign giving. On September the 17th, that Sunday morning, I want you to grab this card that you have. What we're asking you to do is to make a commitment between September the 17th to the end of 2023. And if you'll notice on this card, you have an opportunity to do two things. And we would ask you to participate in two ways. One of those is through weekly giving. You say, Pastor, I give monthly. Multiply it by four and you'll have it, right? I know maths is hard sometimes, but you can figure it out, right? And so I want to encourage you to let us know as you are willing to give weekly what that looks like, but then as well, we're asking you to consider a year-end gift in 2023 specifically for this vision campaign as we move forward. There are a number of ways that you can give. You'll see that on the other side by check, by cash. You can give online to North River as well. This is a big one as well as we head into something like this. You can give stock as well to North River Church. We have a way for you to do that. I had one of our senior adults come up to me and they say, listen, I have a required minimum distribution I have to take out of my 401k every year. And the government tells me how much I have to do and I have to pay taxes on the money that I take out. But if I give the money to the church, guess what happens? The tax man gets zero, right? 
And you're able to support the ministry here at North River Church in this campaign. And so I want to encourage you to begin praying even now about what the Lord desires for you and your family to give. We have plans in our lives for all kinds of things. Plans for our job, plans for vacation, plans for what life is going to look like one day in retirement. But do you have a plan in your family for generosity? Do you have a plan for not just giving a tenth of what you have to the Lord as a tithe, but, but to go above and beyond that and to walk in radical generosity before the Lord? Just this past week, just looking around our community, I just want to put this out before you. Nate's Honor Animal Rescue has a capital campaign going on right now for $10 million. They've already raised $7.5 million. And I have a dog. And I love Abe. He's named after Abraham Lincoln. I love Abe. He's almost 13 years old. He's crotchety. He's got a beard. He's a miniature schnauzer. He's wonderful. Love him. But hear me this morning. If people are willing to invest $10 million to save animals, church family, can we invest to save people's souls? Would you be willing to join us in that endeavor? This campaign will go on for two years. We will, as you notice in your handout this morning, we'll have three opportunities for you to give as we move forward. Three sections of time. One is from September the 17th to the end of the year. The next one is going to be 2024. And then the next one will be 2025 until August of that year for you to jump on board with us. We're not asking for equal gifts. But here's the opportunity that the Lord has laid before us today to make an equal sacrifice personally, for the cause of Jesus Christ in this community and around the world through the ministry of North River Church. I want to ask you, if you would, to bow your head with me this morning. I know that a lot has been said I know that there's a lot that is going on. But the opportunity we have before us is an incredible opportunity to make an impact in this community and around the world for the cause of Christ. And I want to ask you to join us as we do that. Join us in intentional commitment Join us in radical generosity. Begin even now asking the Lord what he would have you do and how he would have you give as we move forward in this campaign. Father, as we gather this morning, we are reminded that you do not need us at all. 
God, you don't even need our money. Your word tells us you own the cattle on a thousand hills. And yet, Lord, you invite us to join you in what you're doing. You invite us to join you in giving towards opportunities to make an impact for your name and your fame in this world. And so, God, with this vision before us, would you begin stirring even now in each of our hearts, each of our lives, how we can be a part, God, of what you're doing here and what you desire to do moving forward so that a generation from now, we're able to look back and we're able to celebrate that we walked in obedience to you. Father, we love you. We're so grateful for your son. We ask right now that you would work now in our hearts and our lives. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to ask you to stand as we sing. I want to encourage you to even now begin praying for how the Lord would have you participate in what God's doing through this vision campaign at North River Church.